Welcome, everybody, to episode number 23 of the All Elite Murder Theater Podcast. We are very happy to be here to review the week of Dynamite and Rampage. I've got my lovely wife, Tammy, and Mr. Chris down here, the absolute pro expert of wrestling. And that is true. Shit like that? What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) He is. He's a a pro. Total pro. Knows it all. Yeah. And has great opinions of it. So we kicked off a dynamite with Adam Cole versus Dax Harwood. Here's a couple of my lines that I really liked from JR. You got one more this amigo. Is new segment. It is. Rafe every week now has the JR lines. It's critical it's, updates, folks. It's etched all over his face. <laughs> yep. Does he have the will to continue? He's got some tricks up your sleeve. <laughs> The winners advance and the losers go to the showers. <laughs> and that's all I had. All right. <laughs> Those are my JR moments. Tammy, what are your notes? Uh-oh, I got to read. What's, what is it going to say? <laughs> all right. Okay. Not sure how this will go. But no, we're we starting don't. out with, with a strong wrestle. Roll-ups are geometric. Dax, are your ribs hurt? Oh, that's it. That's no, it. hold on. <laughs> no. You gotta stop. You gotta stop recording. I have no. the wrong freaking notes. I no, think. you don't. You're right. That's right. No, it's Dax and Adam Cole. You're right. Keep going, baby. And, it, and he was selling the ribs. He was. He was selling the ribs. You got it. You have to start over real quick. I already fucked it up. I'm sorry. I'll All right, ready? Oh I'll three. get it together. All right, three, two, one. We're rolling. Tammy, what are your notes? <laughs> okay, Adam Cole versus Dax Harwood. Not sure how this is going to go. Both starting out with a strong wrestle. Roll-ups are geometric. Dax, are your ribs hurt? Ow, come on, Dax. Don't let a little Adam win. Ooh, some strength and brutality. Trying to make a it hurt a little. So much good. Great. Awesome to know. Too much to even write all my notes. But ooh, that rebound, powerbomb, Dax just did what was a wowza. Ow! Super kicks get averted by Dax just a few times. A strong back and forth. A-E-W, chant, chant, A-E-W, good. Both move and counter and near misses. Such a brilliant combo, these two. Can't believe Cole just got out of that one. Dax struggling to get back in the ring. Barely made it in time. No! Dax, don't tap! No, no, no! Well, baby got it. (laughs) They both great kind of wrestle. Okay. Chris? Little Adam from now on. Little Adam. That's it. He will never be anything else. Little Adam, baby. Holy shit. (laughs) I mean, this was a pretty good match, right? It was very, um, it wasn't like it was slow or anything. It was a lot of action. It was good stuff. It was pretty brutal. Um, I guess some people are kind of surprised that Dax didn't win this, but he's a tag team guy. They're trying to keep Adam credible. Um, it makes sense in a lot of ways. It's not the best outcome if you're if you're a fan of FTR or something like that. But as far as 
the the landscape of the current programs and everything and and future opportunities it, it, it makes perfect sense to me sure. um i loved it i enjoyed it it was a great way to open the show it was it was a really good match two great wrestlers they did an excellent job uh little adam of course comes up with the win so uh <laughs> forever be little adam so baby. good but that I might love... have to be the name of the show, Rafe. Oh, it's already been named. I already wrote it down. It's done. Little Adam Bebe. <laughs> it's going to be the name <laughs> of the show. That's it. It's over. So, oh, but yeah, man. man. Awesome, awesome, awesome opening to this. Uh, killer. Just just killer. Um, and so now, I what? Cole's going after Hardy right now. That's the next match, right? It's That's the that's the next round. Yeah, it's Hardy versus Adam Cole. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's, yep. That, that should be pretty cool, too. I'm curious of who's going to win that one. I mean, I have a feeling that, you know, in in this, the only reason that I think this, well, and probably everybody thinks this, but Jeff Hardy is really a person that actually wrestled Owen Hart. So, you know, oh, wow. why would he not, why would he not rest? Why would he not win this match? You know, or at least get as far as possible. Right. That's the way I'm looking at it. Ooh. Right. Well, I mean, what what is the end game of this tournament anyway? It's like a title opportunity, right? Yeah, like that's yeah. so. With that being said, and with Jeff just being in AEW and they're working on the Hardy Boys thing and all that stuff, maybe it's Cole's time. You know, it's hard to say, which is good. I would not. I listen. I don't. I don't know who's gonna win. I, I think it'll be a pretty fantastic match, uh, but I do think that I will not be surprised if Jeff Hardy loses one. Hmm. Okay. Well, there it is. But I do like I do like your tie-in with Owen. That does make a lot of sense. That's uh, right. some good thinking. That's some wrestling IQ right there. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get a hat, dude. I'm telling you, I I think I got one somewhere. All right. So then we go into the the Darby Hardy promo. It says we're ready to go to the hospital. Like I don't want to see that, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> right thank god that was a better segment though than uh it's gonna be a special night it's gonna be a special <laughs> night instead of the, he's like darby's like i'm ready to go to the hospital man yeah i'm like i don't think jeff is <laughs> jeff always <laughs> seems like he smoked a joint and then walked to your house and is exhausted <laughs> when he got there <laughs> you know what i mean that's the way jeff hardy looks every time he jumps <laughs> Right. Oh, that's perfect. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's just, oh my God. Right? I never would have put that together. Think about Thanks it. for that. Right. So that's just me. <laughs> but anyway. So then of course Hangman comes out and he's gonna do the commentary. And then we got CM Bunk versus John Silver, which I don't think any of you got the Tavar the, the Jonathan Tavares jersey reference. Okay. Do you guys understand that? All right, let me briefly go over what it. What sport is it? It's hockey. <laughs> oh. What? One of my favorite sports of all time. Okay. Okay, like ever. I took you to like a couple of hockey games, woman. Were they there? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're getting at with any of this. Okay. Were they there? No, they, they were there. not. No, they were not. I don't think it was. The, I don't think they played the Islanders at that time. But okay. anyway, okay. So to give you the background of why that was such a burn to Long Island, okay, Tavares was their number one overall pick. He's probably the top four all-time best players in New York Islander history that played on the team. 
like as far as getting a number one pick. He was their franchise player. He was the keystone to the to the to them, and he bailed to go to Toronto. And so he basically turned his back on Long Island and they hated him for it. So for Punk to come out wearing a Tavares jersey wasn't the ultimate burn to everybody there in Long Island. So I thought that was just classic when he came out. Oh, so that's the reason it. that's the reason everybody was booing him extra hard. I mean, they were booing him, but they were kind of booing him extra because he was wearing that jersey and, and he was just throwing it in their face, which I thought was just beautiful. So, I was sitting right next to you, and you didn't tell me that. Because I did tell you that. <laughs> oh, okay. That's the problem. I that's said, good to know, though. Thank you for the background. Yes, that that's really cool. And what a smart move on his part. It was he already knows move. he's got to get heat there, right? Right. So then throw that in, boom, done deal. Oh, and it was beautiful. The minute he walked out and I saw number 91 yeah. on his sleeve, I was like, oh, shit. I knew exactly what he was doing. So I, was I like, did see you react to it, but I didn't understand why. <laughs> so that's that's why. So, Tammy, let's hear your notes on this. Johnny Hungy, the meat man. Meat man. All right. Let's get these notes. Hopefully I can. Wait, well, but, wait, wait, what, wait. Before you <laughs> do that, I got one great JR line. Oh, good. And he's talking to Johnny Hungy. Johnny Hungy. He's an amazing overachiever. He's not wrong. Oh, I do remember when he said that. <laughs> He's not wrong. So go ahead, Tammy. Let me hear your notes. All right. Silver is so enthusiastic. Go, Silver, go. They are chasing each other. Johnny Hungry is such a fun energy. He's slapping Punk around a little. Punk looks like he's having fun. Gotta be. What's more fun than this? I should have been a wrestler. Except It looks like fun except for the working out part. Wow, Punk never saw anyone... He'd a turnbuckle, what is that thing? A turnbuckle, turnbuckle? A turnbuckle like that. <laughs> Johnny is kicking ass. Oh, but after Punk does a stare off with Hangman, he rebounds and wins. My wrestle is, in reality, it's really a Silver Star wrestle. That's funny. Yeah. That was John Silver's one. the man. <laughs> I can't help but wonder, though. Uh, since they released Stu Grayson, does anybody else feel like Dark Order is like on a chopping block right now? Like everybody is not safe at this point? Oh, yeah. Tell me that. I do feel I, that I'm way. I've been worried. I've had anxiety. I do feel that way. I feel like, like I only started feeling that way this week. Because, um, you know, obviously that's that news is a little bit old at this point. And now it's uh, looking at what's happening on Dark and what's happening on Elevation and now what's happening on the big shows. It's almost like sink or swim for a lot of those guys, I think. Yeah, uh, we're probably running close to some of those contracts, I would think. So, yeah, I have a weird feeling about it. It's mm, a bad okay. feeling. That'd be, yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of think you might be right on that because, you know, you just don't know. I mean, they've been splitting up the pair, um, but still they all have been coming out together. And so yeah. I don't think they'll ever get rid of Johnny Hungy. I, I think he's there to stay. I, I do. I think the crowd loves him too much, and I think Tony Khan is not uh, knows that. That would you know, be an Johnny. idiotic move. I don't think that would be a good move for him. That would be an idiotic wrestle. Right. It would be um, an idiotic yeah. wrestle. Uh, as far yeah. as the rest of them are concerned, I don't know. I mean, if you look at it this weekend on Dark Elevation, you got John. Uh, you got um, Alex Reynolds versus Brody King, which is really pretty wild. So. 
Who knows? Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? So but, but how did you feel overall on this uh this match, Chris? I thought it was great. I thought Punk was diving deep into the uh the heel work. He was mm-hmm. doing he was doing a lot of more um it was very in character for Punk, like the punk that I remember and you know, the reasons why he got as big as he did is because he's really good with heel work. He's good with in-ring heel work, and he's good with heel promo work. Um, so the fact that he just kind of clicked in instantly after months and months and months of being the maybe the biggest baby face on the planet, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, yeah it was fantastic. And John Silver never lets me down. That I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he's so explosive and so fast and so like enthusiastic and and uh what what's the word i'm looking for uh he just like there's so much energy that just comes out every time he's out in front of a camera his promos might be funny but they're always like really violently aggressively funny you know what right. i mean like he's just always 135% no matter what it doesn't matter what he's doing and it's always good uh, this match was fantastic. I yeah. enjoyed the hell out of it. What did you think of the end with the face-off between him and Paige? I knew we were going to have to talk about that. Um, I don't know. I'm not invested at all in watching them fight. Mm. What about you, Tammy? What do you? How do you feel about that that match coming up? I mean, this is what they're building for. This is this almost seems like. The, and the way I look at it, it's like, okay, Adam Page was kind of the heel, what, like, what, two weeks ago? He was kind of acting heelish, and then now Punk is acting heelish. It's like, what are they doing with this? Who's going to be well, the face? You have to play be- with the behaviors in a, in a babyface, babyface match. You have to, because somebody has to have some sort of dynamic that's different from the other guy. And if they go back and forth, that's going to make it really interesting. Right, 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 right. Tammy, what did you think? Everything isn't always heel versus face. People are layered. And sometimes it's just like competition. You know what I mean? That more than being an asshole to somebody or not, you know? So I never saw Hangman have a heelishness that you described. So anyways, am I invested in this match? I think it's two very good wrestlers. So I don't think it will be bad. So am I sitting around dwelling and thinking, and, you know, it's not some of my storylines that I look forward to the most but also not the least i I just know that we won't i don't think we'll be disappointed whoever wins whatever happens because i think they're both good and now that at least i've seen cm as a as a new person new in wrestling longer i have like you know more respect and enjoyment of all all the the nuances in his character so yeah i think it's going to be good cool all right yeah, you know what, I, and this is, I remember when Punk first came in, you guys were like, why, I don't get it, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, you, all you need from CM Punk is one really good promo of his and one really good match, and suddenly it's like, oh, I get it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he really is one of the it. best in the world. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm glad you guys are on board with that. And, and you know, Tammy, I think you're right. Whoever wins, I think it'll be cool either way. Yeah, I, I kind of feel that way, too. It's like, all right, that's awesome. You know, cool. Let's see. Let's see who tries to go after Punk when he's the champ. Let's, you know, let's see who who's going to be Adam Page's, you know, Hangman's next victim that's coming on down the line. It's it's cool. Right well, I on. have a, a contrast to that of another match that like Deeb and Thunder Rosa 
Like that's going to be one that is really going to be something I'm super invested in and terrified and looking forward to all at the same time. Right. It's a different level of emotion. As right. To right. Very true. I get it. Yeah, Both yeah. going to be great, but there's a different level of emotional attachments to one that I don't have as much with the other. Exactly. So then after that, we jumped right into the Brit and hater promo. Okay. So then, uh, you know, I'm not going to wait. I don't want to go too far in these promos that, you know, set up other matches. That doesn't, yeah, serve, yeah, yeah. that doesn't serve us very well. So uh, then we got into Danhausen versus Tony Nice. Okay. That wasn't a match. That wasn't a match. Tammy, do you have notes on this? Uh, Danhausen versus Tony Nice. Waste of time. Poor Danhausen. Hook to the rescue. Yay. Hook has purpose for us now. Hookhausen is alive. It's a birth of Hookhausen wrestle. There you go. Chris, what did you think of this whole thing? I mean, this is very confusing to begin with, but I'd like to hear your opinion it's on funny, it. funny, though. First of all, uh, Dan Housen's entrance is actually really cool. Yeah, um, the new cape is fantastic. Yeah. Um, and it's great seeing him and like full Dan Housen garb. Like he's got all the tats out and everything. He's got the whole thing on. He's doing his, you know, his angry evil villain guy uh approach to the ring but then you got this tony knees thing this is dan Housen's first match yeah. um a little bit of a waste i think but that's fine because we get to the story after the match is over um and uh and mark sterling ate shit didn't he, he did <laughs> <laughs> he did so, it was a total squash match so um, uh, what did we get to them? The Jericho paid promotion here of Taz. Oh, that's right. We get into the MJF thing. So MJF. Yeah, we went straight from this and Sterling stays in the ring and then, and then we do the contract signing. Yeah. Right. The whole contract signing and then MJF. So Tim, do you have any notes on the contract signing or were you just, uh, uh just watching it as it came through? I, I do. I don't know if they're interesting, but I do. Um, I, I just put, well, first of all, I don't know if it was before or after this, but I have a note about the dark side of the ring promo was absolutely the greatest. Yeah. That was the best thing I've ever seen. Ever. So that was, was that fantastic. before this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah. I thought that was so, I just, I put a big note about that and circled it. So, um, Wardlow versus MJF talks. Wow. Just Wow. No, he talks to Warlow. This whole thing is fantastic. All brawling after contract signing. Even Mark Sterling, power freaking bomb. I don't know. Right. Wasn't even a wrestler. He really guy. ate shit. <laughs> yeah, he really ate shit there. Yeah, yeah exactly. The promo was amazing. Uh, I love the fact that he put in a legendary Jewish wrestler, which I thought was hysterical. <laughs> 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 And everybody in Long Island loves him, which I thought was hysterical. I mean, he was the he was like a baby face there. And it's MJF. It was amazing. And then of course we get into the conditions of when he's gonna wrestle. So he's apparently he's gonna do a cage match with Spears. He's gotta take ten lashings and then he's gonna be able to um uh wrestle MJF, right? So there's gonna be a cage match before. Well, there's gonna be ten lashings next week. Then a cage match with with uh, Spears, and then finally at pay per view he's going to be able to wrestle MJF. So um, this is just a culmination of everything, and 
I think it's going to be great. You know, that's just the way it is. And my next hockey jersey is number 55 with MJF on the back of it. So that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Any more on that one? Okay. Uh, Go ahead. Quick throwback. Um, when MJF did his big feud with Cody Rhodes uh, back, I don't know, two years ago or whatever, there was the 10 lashing segment. There was a cage match. He had to fight Wardlow in a cage to get to MJF. Um MJF is very methodical in his uh, storylines with people. Like there's always this tiered uh, thing where you have to get to him, which is crazy. Cause like, how does somebody who's this young and this new in the wrestling business got so much pull? Um, I don't know if you guys are aware of all the rumors floating around about MJF being unhappy with his contract and all that stuff right now. Uh, it's, it's all very uh, layered and, and, and complicated um, and for him to come out and, and be as much of a baby face as he was, I think is fantastic. The dark side of the ring stuff was just a and, and when Jericho threw back, and this was a throwback to their feud when he's like, I'm not going to do this for that asshole. And he's like, how much is he paying? Okay. Right. I'll do it. <laughs> right. Uh, like what's a dark side of the ring segment without Jericho narrating. Right. It just makes sense. Everybody playing their parts in this is beautiful. I loved Wardlow throughout this whole thing. I love the deal with the handcuffs and the security guards at the end. I love the power bomb. I thought that was beautiful. Um, the cage match with Spears is going to be interesting because yeah. I don't think they even need to be in a cage for Wardlow to destroy him. Um, so I don't know why they're, why they're going that route with Spears. Mm. It seems a little strange. Um, they could have picked any other opponent. I mean, He's yeah. already done. He's already done what Lance Archer. He already went through W Morrissey. Um, we'll see where it goes, but there's, I don't see any chance that MJF could possibly win. Right. I mean, it's just not going to happen in the long run. No. And Wardlow is eventually it's the kayfabe will end and Oh, here's your AEW contract and all that stuff. And everybody will be, Oh yeah. Okay. And then what? Right. Then, what? then MJF finds another, he it's another person to, to aggravate. And then maybe CM I mean? Punk again after he's got the title. I don't think so. I think he might go after. I think he's going to go after Hook. That's what I think. That would be interesting. So I don't know. I guess we'll see. I don't know. This whole thing was so good, though. Like it all was. of it was just. Ugh. Every it time MJF has one of these big feuds, all of it is great. He is <laughs> never not going to impress me. I think. It's, I know it was beautiful, man. The whole nine yards. I was crying the whole time. And I just love the fact that Long Island was going so crazy for him, man. It was just great. Yeah. So, so then we I'm gonna go apologize in advance in case this storm is coming through the audio. It's the whole house just fucking shook. So I yeah. may get disconnected or something. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, well, we'll hang in there. So then they did the promo with Samoa Joe versus the versus a Joker opponent, but it didn't matter because that was basically his hatred towards uh, uh, Jay Lethal. So that's going to come to a head at some point, and that's going to be a great match. I can't wait to see that. And then we get to Jungle Boy versus Ricky Starks for the FTW title. Tammy, take it away, babe. Right. Pretty even back and forth. Hard to see who will win. I'm not emotionally invested in this just yet, but two good wrestlers, so still not. It's still pretty good. Some exciting near pins. This whole snare trap crawl to the ropes thing is entertaining. 
Swerve's running up. The distraction messes everything up and Stark wins. Ugh. It's a decent wrestle. A decent wrestle. A few highlights before I let you get into it, Chris. Um, I, I still don't understand these matches sometimes. I do like Ricky Starks. I'd like that for see him them take him out of this this kind of context that they've got him in all the time. This just seemed like a a long way around this match with Swerve and Lee. That's really yeah. what it seemed. And then all of a sudden it was like, well, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus are in his as well. So are they doing a, a, a you know, a triple tag team thing? I'm very confused right now. But, yeah, let me get your opinion on the match. I. I feel the same way. Uh, there was I, there was zero investment from me on this because there's really not much build, um, and and Hobbs and Starks have had this thing back and forth in and out with Swerve and Keith Lee and yeah I don't I don't know what the objective here was um, but we're back to Swerve and Keith and Hobbs and Starks so right with maybe this- they just needed a filler I. It's yeah, with, with this weird outlier of Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus in it, <clears throat> and it yeah. also, and and the thing that disappoints me a little bit about this storyline is the fact that Jungle Boy's lost twice now. He's a champion. He shouldn't be losing, in my opinion. He should he should have taken that title and then kept rubbing it in Starks's face. And then if they really wanted to do it, then Starks takes back the tag titles and his FTW title tag match back you know what i mean so and maybe that's where we're headed maybe maybe the winners of the next tag match with swerve and lee is gonna maybe that'll be the next title contenders i don't know but they need to do something it seems to move it needs to move somewhere because i i just remember that when you know the lucha brothers were the champs it was more of a big deal when the bucks were the champs it was more of a big deal when jurassic express they've barely been on television that much since they've been the champions and when they are and it's a title defense there's always something off off yeah it just like seems weird and i don't know i don't i think that i hate to say it they got plenty of time because they're young to win these titles back they got to take those titles from those two and give i don't hate to say it i've been saying that since they got them and as far as them being young luchasaurus ain't that young man oh is he uh I thought no. he was younger than that. <laughs> no, he's been around for a while. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't think they deserve the titles at all. I think they need to move on because you're right. The Lucha Bros, that was a big – that was like th- – th- it felt important. Oh, yeah. um, and then when you give it to somebody like Jurassic Express, suddenly the tag belts feel like mid-card kind of stuff. They do. Um, they don't feel like, you know, top champions. No, because, I mean, I remember literally jumping up off of my seat when they actually won the title, and I knew what the Lucha Brothers won the title, and I knew they were going to win it anyway, but I yeah. still got up off and cheered like like I just watched a live sporting event that actually was really happening, you know what I mean? So it was still great, but then when, you know, but yeah, exactly. So then we jumped into the Jericho Appreciation Society victory speech. I love the fact that he had a podium on stage. That was pretty good. And Matt, 
Matt Menards. He says, my nipples are hard. <laughs> this whole sports entertainer thing is so good. Oh. The digs, the digs at the terminology and the behavior of these guys is so fucking spot on. I, gee, it's so good. Everything that they're doing in this is amazing. He goes, a couple of good lines in there. Jericho two sixteen. I just burned your face. <laughs> that was one of them. <laughs> he says, Long Island's a dump, and I'm a wizard. <laughs> like what? You know, he just trademarked that. Right, he did. <laughs> Daniel Garcia says sports entertainers win every time. <laughs> oh god. It's uh, so fucking awful. I know. And then which I was kind of surprised to see Mox, the American Dragon, and William Regal come out to go and get in front of in the Jericho Appreciation Society. I thought that that skirmish was was absolutely brilliant. Tammy, what did you think? Do you have any notes on this? Uh, it was all thoroughly entertaining. I could read off my notes, but I think you all covered it well. Yeah, I yeah. Think, I don't think my notes will add anything. Well, what's your opinion of this this new rivalry between the Blackpool Combat Club and the Jericho Appreciation Society? How I think it's going to be epic. I'm yeah. really interested to see these two different moods essentially crashing into each other. Yeah, you got you know. Uh, the goofball uh narcissist club versus that i want to just smash your face into the concrete i don't fuck around club two totally different vibes man it's perfect so, though we'll see and what then, happens now what do you think about kingston santana and ortiz like being involved with the blackpool combat club fuck yes <laughs> what's your thoughts chris it makes a lot of sense yeah it and does. And, and, and because John Moxley and Eddie Kingston have already had so much interaction in AEW as, as, as feuding with each other and as being partners and tag teaming and all that stuff, um, I was wondering how they were going to kind of level the playing field here on this. And this makes so much sense. Brian Danielson doesn't belong anywhere near this situation, but man, is that somebody you want having your back, right? Wheeler Yuta, he's good, but he doesn't belong anywhere near this picture either. But I'd love to see him kick the crap out of, you know, maybe maybe not Matt Menard because that just doesn't make sense. Um, but maybe like uh, what, what's his name now? Not Jeff Parker. Man, Angelo. Angelo. Not, not, not he, Jeff he, Parker. Yeah. Him and Angelo could go at it. Um, him and that. I'm, I'm not even going to say his name. Um, that little prick with the Kangol. Um, Daniel Garcia. Fuck that guy, man. Um, and then, you know, Santana and Ortiz and Kingston coming out afterward. It was all so good. Uh, I'm really, really excited to see a match with all of them in it. It's, oh, it's, yeah. That's, it's, it's like, I, I can't think of a better match to see that's more than like a tag match. You know what I mean? When it's, where it's that many people, this is a lot of great people to have in an awesome dynamic. It's going to be insane. Oh, yeah. And it's it's the sports entertainers versus the pure wrestlers. And it really is in this yeah. case. Yeah, I know. It's great. <laughs> so then we had the right before the uh, the match we had right after that, we had the, the D versus Thunder Rosa promo. That's I'm looking forward to that match. That's going to be great. And then we had Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm. This was a hard hitting match. I can tell you that. Tammy, let's hear your notes on this. Uh, all right, right in it. 
I'm just trying to see what this is. But the whole moves are already, huh? <laughs> oh, okay. But the whole hand holding moves. You know the hand holding. Oh, where they where they grip each other's yeah. hands. Yeah, are that. always test of me. strength. It's a test oh. of strength. Yeah. Is that what that is? Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. getting it. Why do they keep willingly doing this? Why do they agree? Because to that's that's like it's part other. of it's old school wrestling. It's like you get your hands together and who's stronger? I'm strong. I'm gonna knock you. No, you're not gonna do shit. It's it's <laughs> stupid, is what it is. But it's I think very ready to go do this in the middle of the town square right now that you've explained it to test me test of strength and just walk up to a I'm random go challenge and be like, people yes <laughs> i'm gonna do it <laughs> all right so some great strength and great back and forth Tr tony draws power from the audience to start ddt's jamie almost had it they're both so talented what how what what was that an odd finish I don't know. I'm not totally thrilled about it. It felt incomplete. An incomplete feeling wrestle. Uh-oh. Did you feel it was incomplete, Chris? Uh, I don't know about incomplete. I will say this. It wasn't quite as chaotic as I thought it was going to be, but it was still really, really good. I enjoyed the hell out of this. Um, this was some of the best women's wrestling on AEW television in the last few months. Um, Yes. I don't know. I don't know if it was maybe one of the best of the year. I think we're I think we're gonna get a rematch between these two at some point down the road, and I think it's gonna be a yes. big blowout. It better be yes. because I that's why I felt incomplete. I needed more, I needed it longer, and I needed it like I needed it be like a Omega Danielson kind of length. Yeah, yeah, like a like an I quit match or something like that yeah. would be fantastic. Yeah, an I quit match or maybe like a street brawl would be awesome with them. So but I thought this was a great match. Um, I thought it was everything I expected it to be. I didn't think it was going to be incomplete. I I was hoping that Jamie Hayter would win, but I kind of knew she wouldn't. Um, they hit hard. They were not hesitant. They were smooth. You could tell that these two have the same type of wrestling style. Mm -hmm. um, they were both from stardom, and that stardom is like you don't hesitate. You take the bump. They took the bumps, and they took the bumps well. You don't see a lot. I haven't seen a lot of the ladies take the bumps like that. Uh, the way that those no, two did in that and, match. And, for example, like someone like Anna Jay, mm -hmm. you would not see her do a match like this. No. Um, the the closest she she got was that match when she was tagging with Ty Conti, and they had that crazy match with Penelope Ford and uh, the Bunny. The bun. yeah. Um, but, yeah, you're absolutely right. Nobody takes bumps like these ladies do. Yeah, no, they took they they hit hard, they slammed hard. It was it was a good good match. So then after that, we had the main event, which I didn't know how this was going to go, which was Jeff Hardy versus Darby Allen, as CM Punk says. I'm ready for Darby Allen. And then after that, we've got Tammy's notes. I'm looking for my notes. So you uh oh. Uh oh. Chris, let's start with you then. All right. So, okay. Uh, Jesus Christ, first of all. Um, I've, <laughs> I was a little worried going into this. I was more worried as it continued. The longer this match went, I'm like, oh, God, somebody's going to get hurt. We're going to watch somebody die on TV right now. Yeah. Uh, all these spots were like, ooh, that could have went a little bit 
the wrong way and it would have been really bad over um that 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 one spot with uh the ladder i can't even remember what he did but darby allen i really thought darby allen was going to the hospital oh when um, he came off he, the top and, ladder yeah he came off the top yeah, ladder he would have been he chairs. would have been fine with that i'm sure because that would have been legacy you know right. but i don't want to watch it i as much as i love like the fun violent crazy flippy sort of matches i was terrified to watch this because we're looking at two guys one who's been putting his body on the line for multiple decades now, oh, yeah. and one who's been putting his body on the line for at least a decade, if not a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but like to a much worse extent, I think Darby Allen has probably beat his body up more in the last 10 years than Jeff Hardy did for most of his career, right. which says a lot. Yes. So, yeah, I was honestly scared more than anything that somebody was going to get really, really hurt. I can tell you this. I was extremely happy when Darby went off the ladder and it wasn't Jeff. Because I yeah. thought, oh, if Jeff goes off, man, this is this cannot this may not end well for the evening. We might see yeah. another injury that was just brutal injury. But and I mean I really thought I really thought that he that Darby slammed Jeff's Hardy's head into that thing and like almost knocked him out. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know how they did not like really feel some severe pain after that. Um, as far as the excitement of the match, man, it was it was an exciting match for sure, for sure. Tammy, did you find your notes? Found them! Yay! One piece dropped move. in the hall. Not uh, saying that they're totally readable because this one, so much was going on, I wasn't able to like like scribble down fast enough. But I'm ready. Go. All right. Anything goes. This will be interesting. Definitely going to be dangerous. Rampant start indeed. Darby throws himself on Jeff and and then gets uh, several chairs. Guess these stairs ain't shit against anyone, but they are definitely getting used. Of course, a ladder comes. Rainbows and skeletons. Oh, my. What's happening with all the furniture? Holy schmoly. Darby jumped off the top of the ladder. Does a flip right on Jeff Hardy to the chairs. What is this supposed to accomplish? Paralysis of them both? Oh, no more. Coffin drop while hitting the apron. Oh, oh no. Hardy up on the ropes. Flips off the steel steps. This is outrageous. Jeff counters coffin drop to win a death defying wrestle. Nice. It was a death defying wrestle, wasn't it? It was. It was a terrifying wrestle. It was. Uh, this one scared me. I'm so glad it didn't get any worse. Me too. But I loved it. It was cool. Yeah. It was a good match, and I was glad to see. I was glad to watch it. It was a great. It was a great part of the the Owen Hart tournament, and um, and that's cool, man. I'm I'm looking forward to more of that. Now imagine the Hardy Boys versus Sting and Darby. <laughs> that would be wild too, right? We'd all be on the edge of our seats. A 62-year-old man jumping off of shit. It would be great. So, oh, no, thank right. you. No, thank yeah. you. Thank you. I don't need to see Sting get in this picture with them. Oh, it's going to happen, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. It's it gonna probably happen. will. It's going to happen. So uh, before we move on to the questions and all that stuff, who do you think Samoa Joe is going to go after? As in the, who do you think the Joker is going to be? Any predictions on the Joker, Tammy? No prediction. Chris, I already gave a weird offset prediction last week about maybe seeing Johnny Gargano show up. 
I don't really think that's going to happen, but man, that would be crazy. Um, I don't, I don't know who it could be at this point uh, that would really like shock me. Um, there's so many great people on the roster that, I mean, literally they're, they're going to have to pull a rabbit out of the hat if they want it to be a surprise. Well, think, what if they, what do you think like Satnam Singh who hasn't even wrestled could even possibly have a chance at that? Maybe. I think that is, that is very strong. Plausible. Very plausible. I think it's going to be Jonathan Grisham, but we'll see. Mm. Isn't he still injured though? He may not be by then. I wouldn't be surprised if it was somebody from New Japan either. Okay. That makes sense. Because we've got a lot of stuff building to this New Japan show, so. All right. So here we go. Real or fake? Uh, Craig wanted me to tell you guys hello. He will not be participating today. Oh, uh, what's wrong with Craig? He's He's got to sleep one off. So. Oh. Yes. He had a wild night last night, so he's he's taking it easy. That's All right. So, so, name that wrestler is what we're doing first, guys. All right. And I'm going to give you guys uh, the opportunity to decide who goes first. Who do you want to go first? Me or you, Tammy? Do it quick. Do it quick. All right, I'll go first. All right, Rave says, okay. Let me put on my thinking cap. Let me put on my wrestling IQ. <laughs> Born in 1983, Los I Angeles, know. California. Just kidding. I don't know. Has wrestled for Ring of Honor, Impact, PWG, NWA, lots of independents. Finishers, the VHS, the Triangle Choke, the Blackout, and some other stuff too. Some titles. APW, LA Lightweight Championship. Adrenaline Unleashed Championship, two-time RPW Junior Heavyweight Championship, and has been a tag champ in AEW, in Ring of Honor, and in PWG. Rafe, name that wrestler. God, in the 80s, that means he's in his 40s now. No, he's barely in his 40s. Barely in his 40s. He's almost 40. Almost 40. Oh, my gosh. That was the one thing in this in this uh, particular list that I was like, wow, I did not know that. I know who it is. It's Brody King. What? No. What? I guess that's a no. That's a no. <laughs> that's a no. Uh, the correct answer is the TNT champ himself. Oh, Scorpio, Scorpio Sky. Sky. All right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's damn near 40. He doesn't look it, does he? Nah, man. He looks great. And he's, he's in great shape and fucking super athletic. It's wild. Tammy, you're up next. Uh oh. This one's, this one's uh, a lot younger. Uh, born in 1991. Wow. Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, home of the groundhog uh, that we all look forward to every year. His name is <laughs> Has Phil. wrestled. Has wrestled for AEW, Ring of Honor, Shimmer, Rise, lots of other independents. Uses finishers like the Stomp, the Super Kick, Fisherman's Neckbreaker. Okay. Uh, Has held titles in DDT, which uh, the Iron Man Heavy Metalweight Championship. Oh, calm down, Rafe. Uh, Two time IWC Women's Champion. One-time Remix Pro Fury Championship, 
and the MFPW Girls Championship. Tammy, name that wrestler. From Pennsylvania. Right. Indeed. Punks and Tommy. Punks and Tommy. Like, think groundhogs. You'll get there. Okay. Um... That'll throw you. <laughs> Uh, Rafe had it like immediately. I know he did. I think I know. I might be wrong though. Is Rafe frozen? Your no. your video is frozen on my thing, but I think it's my internet. Go ahead. Ten, okay. nine, eight, seven. Ruby Soho, but I think I said that last week. What'd you say? It is not Ruby Soho. The correct answer, Rafe. Go ahead. It's Britt Baker. Correct. Mm. Britt Baker. You don't get the point for that, Rafe, because it was Tammy's question. I understand. Uh, I guess I, I just understand. always put Britsburg in Pittsburgh. Well, <laughs> she wasn't Pucks. born in Pittsburgh. So I know. She but... reps Pittsburgh, but yeah, Pucks, it's pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's close enough. Um, all right. Real or fake? All right. Real Tammy, or you're fake? Go first. Okay. Let's see if you can redeem yourself. Highly unlikely, but let's give it a shot here. All right. So the three moves, natural selection, underwear swipe, or the pretzel knot. Okay. I just don't want underwear swipe to be a fucking move. (laughs) Is that your answer, though? It just has to be. Even if it's wrong, I have to just say, come on, people. (laughs) That is incorrect. Uh, The fake move. The fake move is the pretzel knot. Underwear. That's a shame. There is, there, there's a lot of pretzel like. Finding you a point or whoever came up with this move, they get a point. <laughs> Taken. Underwear swipe. It's actually a signature. It might even be a finisher of one person, but it doesn't matter. Uh, Rafe. Yeah. Real or fake? Here are your three moves head scissors. Dudley Death Drop or the Boot Buster? Uh, well, Head Scissors I know is a move. Uh, what's the other two again? Say it again. Dudley Death Drop or the Boot Buster? I'm going to say the Dudley Dead Death Drop is fake. Please that let it be real. Correct. Oh, God, answer. I'm glad that this exists. The correct answer is the boot buster. Oh, my God. I mean, so why, why, would you, why would you do a move on somebody's boot, man? Well, I mean, you could use your boot to bust somebody's head open. And that makes sense. And that's why it's on the list, right? All right, I got a question. For I just you. want to tell you guys, these are getting really, really hard. Uh, as we start going through week after week, it's like I'm starting to run out of shit. Well, um, we can come up with new ones, or dude, we well, can ask people we, on the comments. There's been ask. so many wrestling moves that have been talked about, and I, I like, I went back the other day. I was like, holy crap! I don't. We're running out of moves. Um, see, you. Can I'm gonna have to start shit. recycling shit. You, if you recycle, and I will still get it wrong, never, so it's fine. <laughs> We, um, <laughs> we still wouldn't know. You know what? Maybe one of the things we'll add in the coming weeks is uh, 
maybe we'll we'll do like a move of the week where we'll spotlight a certain wrestling move and we'll talk about what that move is okay um so we have a little bit of education as well rather than just you guys are wrong ha 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 some wrestling iq i i and i have two questions for you chris Uh uh-oh I hope I have some kind of answers and you're not going to ask me like who won a match in 1983 <laughs> at fucking some Coliseum in Punxsutawney. Uh, there's, one not, there's one not too far off from that. These one. are but. your questions are so specific. It's like hurtful. Like how the hell am I supposed to know? Okay. Let, let's just go for it. <laughs> All right. Um, so this one is what the- color was his shorts in 1987 <laughs> when he came out in New Jersey? <laughs> it's like, huh? <laughs> okay, well, I'll work on my question skills. Okay. In the past, after a uh, after a break, who did Sammy Guevara return a- to AEW under the guise of? Under the guise of? Like who was his mentor? No. Guys is like a disguise. Okay. After a break? Yes. So he so he Sammy took a break. Disguise? Wait, the question isn't for you. Oh wait. So he That's came back after after a break and he was pretending to be someone else. Yes. What the fuck? <laughs> when did this happen? I don't expect that answer. Uh, I'm going to say Fuego because that's his boy and everything. I have no idea. You're very close. It was Serpentico. What? They're Wait not even the same size. How did that happen? I don't know. He came back with his mask on and everything, and they thought it was Serpentico, but it was Sammy Guevara. I've got to go look this up later and, okay. and figure out when this happened because I have to see Sammy <laughs> Guevara running around with the Serpentico spider bird eagle whatever the fuck Serpentico is mask. Yes, he's not even one creature. He's like seven. Yes, and he's and he's his superpower is being terrible at wrestling. I guess exactly. Um, his yeah. superpower is being used as a human cannonball. Yeah. All right, um, what's the next question? All right, okay. <laughs> This that was wrestler, better, but wow. <laughs> this this wrestler's cousin was an international soccer player. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Wrestler's cousin is this what you Hold just said? Hold the fuck up. This it wrestler's gets cousin. <laughs> it gets better. It gets better. <laughs> All right, so we're talking about a wrestler who has a cousin that plays soccer and does well, apparently. Yes. And this wrestler also played basketball for AAV in Orlando. And and they also played basketball in Jacksonville. This person has a mentor on the commentary table that we're all familiar with and joined AEW over WWE out of loyalty to that mentor. So I, I put a lot of details there. It's not your question. Cousin is a soccer player, <laughs> and, and and they they played basketball, and they because have they, a, they have an association, a mentorship from somebody that does commentary within AEW. 
Where did you come up with this, Tammy? Okay, I'll tell you who the mentor is. Wait, 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 no. I I was going to say it's probably Mark Henry. Yeah. Because Mark Henry's associated with a lot of people that play a lot of sports. I know. Rafe, it's not your question. If Chris doesn't answer, then you can. Or you can write it on a piece of paper right now. (laughs) And then, and then. The cousin fact is just like. (laughs) What? I don't know how famous soccer players are. You might know that one of them, oh yeah, their cousin's that famous soccer player. So I just added it in. I believe it's called football. Yes, it is other places if we want to make it more confusing. No, over here we just play American football. Um, Fuck, I have no idea. No idea. Rafe, is your, this is your time. It's Jade Cargill. Yep, he got it. What? <laughs> she played basketball? She yeah. She did. <laughs> it's just really hard to picture somebody that's that beefy playing basketball, I guess. I don't know. I don't, she she's, wasn't as beefy. She's she got tall, more beefy after she had her baby. But she's tall. I mean, she's just so diesel. It's like, it seems like it'd be hard to move around and be agile and shit like that. But yeah, okay. All right. And I thought that was cool that WWE was in talks with her, but because of Mark Henry, she came to AEW. Well, I knew that part, but like about her specifically, but I feel like there's been quite a few people that Mark Henry's been like, hey. Uh, He's good at that. Do you like yeah. my animal sounds? Also, <laughs> come work over here. Oh, well, could be. That's true. He's good at what he does. He is, except commentary. <laughs> he's, there's, right. some, there's a couple of funny lines he pulls out of there. He's funny, but that's it. Like, trying to get him to call a match, it's like, what is he talking about? <laughs> he's talking about what he ate yesterday, what music so-and-so likes. It's never commentary right. on the matches. He's like, I, he's, he's, he's there like, for the color. He's like, I really color like some barbecue. Only. He said, I really like some barbecue right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ah. For the main event, it's time for Rampage. <laughs> the early start Rampage, which we did not catch because we were. Doing... I didn't either. I forgot it was on. <laughs> did you really? I didn't remember till like seven o'clock. <laughs> You're like, oh man, <laughs> wait a second. I was like, uh oh, the Rangers beat the Penguins. <laughs> I mean, like... to be fair, I didn't even remember it was Friday that day. So, oh, there you go. It's a whole thing. Right on. So we come out with the Butcher and the Blade and Mark Quinn versus the Death Triangle. Um, all I got to say is Ray Phoenix is probably one of the best wrestlers I've ever seen. Probably? <laughs> really? I, mean, I think he has to be the best wrestler ever. <laughs> Certainly one of the greatest luchadors. Ever. I mean, just watching him go back and forth. And I'll tell you, Mark, Mark Quinn was on fire. He wrestled really good that night. Tammy, let's hear your notes on this. So this is one of those whole page notes where they words start out big and they get smaller as they go. So we'll see how this works out as I read them. (laughs) Okay. All right. Death Triangle versus AFO. Right into the match. No intros. I'm disoriented. Okay. Just find Ray Phoenix. That's my centering point. He's in the corner waiting to be tagged while Pack and Butcher go at it and go at it well. Jericho threatening fireballs all over is annoying me. Can't overdo this wizard shit. Okay, Pack and Butcher again, but Mark Quint enters and Red Phoenix gets in the ring against him. 
How dare Mark Quinn kick Ray Phoenix like that? Phoenix, show him what's up. I'm mesmerized by Phoenix. So happy he's back. Now he's taking blows from the blade too. Not going to go well in the end. Ray Phoenix will prevail. He, he pushes back, but oh no, he has trouble with all his opponents. Mark Quinn has had some shining moments here. Ray Phoenix will, will also prevail. Then I don't even know what this was. Oh, I see it. It's Penta comes in with his magical sling blades. Takes them all out. Pack has a beauty with that arrow move. I want to say this is a beautiful, beautiful, uh, brutal wrestle. So Pac I got one of the best black arrows in the business. Oh, yeah, for sure. A couple of things I want to touch on, and then I'll let you I'll go at it with let you go at it, Chris. A um, couple of things were there's one thing that I thought was could be possibly an Easter egg. The fact that the bunny was out there. Are we looking at the House of Black and Julia versus the Butcher, the Blade and Bunny? Could we possibly be seeing that? Maybe. That's what I was thinking. I thought Kyle O'Reilly taking notes was hysterical. That dude's so weird. And the House of Black ap appearing and disappearing was totally dope. What did you think about all of this, Chris? Uh, the match was okay. Um, not really sure where it came from, what the motivation was, why they decided to do it right now. Um, I was so focused on thinking something was going to happen with the house of black that it was hard to pay attention to what was going on in the match. Cause I'm like, when's the distraction? When's the interference? When's the lights going to go out? And then we waited till the end. We got a quick, Hey, how are you? Bye. And that was that no Julia in sight. Mm, 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 mm. You don't what like are it. we doing with the House of Black? What are we doing? It's a slow build. It's a slow uh, build. It's a fucking, it's a slow something. I don't know what it is. We're not building anything right now. We're just playing. Um, one minute you seem like they seem like, they, okay, there's certain motivations. They're, they're on track to do something. And then we swerve a little bit. They go off TV for a while. Then they come back and then, and then, we're back with Death Triangle, and I don't fucking know what's going on. Uh, the match itself was good, but all right. <laughs> I guess that's what it is. I mean, and and Butcher Blade and and Mark Quinn. Yeah. Why wasn't like Andrade out there or something or somebody that's not part of another tag team? It was just weird. Yep, I'm not sure. I'm not sure why they, they put it together that way, but that's what it is. That's what it is. So, that, that, yep. We move on to Spears versus Boulder Bronson. Tammy, let's hear the notes. Oh, wow. Bear, so strong. Nice. Fun match. Spears holding Bear. Boulder, fucking unbelievable when he held him up like that. Then beats them with the chair after he wins. That was a feats of strength wrestle. Chris. Oh, you're Listen, I, I'm going to say I wasn't a big fan of Rampage, okay? And, and not just because I missed it, but because when I watched it back, I was like, what are we doing here? There's so many weird things happening on this show um, and so many things we should have followed up on that we didn't, right? right like, yeah. uh. Yeah, so uh, why did we do this? We don't Fun. see Bear Country for I don't know how long. Where's Bear Country been? And then 
And maybe they've been doing that fucking jamboree down in Disney World. I don't know. Uh, and then they show up, right? Just one of them in a match with Sean Spears. And somehow it's his squash match. What the fucker? What? No, <laughs> no, no. I'm not here for this at all. Oh, not at all. Stupid. And then I believe after that, we had the uh, Sterling Knees versus Hookhausen promo. And they're obviously they're going to be they're going to be wrestling at the buy in. <laughs> Mark's not happy. Mark Mark's Sterling not. is not happy. I love the fact that he had the, the the collar around his neck like the perfect lawyer, which was that was beautiful. And Jay said, "What happened to you?" <laughs> like she hadn't been there. So, <laughs> no, that was later. That was later. Oh right, 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 right. Later, but that was fucking hysterical. <laughs> so, yeah, wait for that one. Oh, and then we get into the Rio versus Ruby match. Now, I I thought this was a good match. So, Tammy, what are your notes on this one? They are flipping and twisting, especially arms a lot. Good match, me thinks. Some contortionist kind of vibe happening. Lots of skill back and forth. No idea who will win. Rio has some power to match Ruby's energy. The, uh, these two are excellent. Holy schmoly, lots of near pins. Ruby wins an excellent wrestle. Yeah, but Ruby had to really win. She had to like throw as many moves on that kid as possible to order to win this match. Now, I'm glad Ruby won. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, Chris, what are your thoughts, man? I know you're hating on Rampage this week, so I'm curious to hear about this one. This one wasn't too bad. Um, it's a decent match. Uh, Riho will take an ass whooping from anybody and make it look great. Um, Ruby Soho is awesome. This was definitely the right result. I have nothing really shitty to say about this one, um, but I don't know that I really care that much. Well, I mean, it's moving through a tournament, so you know sometimes yeah. those don't don't are they aren't always like you're not gonna have. This and like I line. saw this match on the card, and I was like, okay, that's gonna work. It's gonna be good, but it's it's not gonna be like I'm gonna remember this in a couple weeks. It's not gonna be like, oh, you remember that one time? It's it's not one of those type of things. But it was great for what it was. It's not a storm hater match, that's for sure. Yeah. You know, if you want to do a comparison in the Owen Hart tournament, it's not that. Right. But it was still a good match. And I like the fact that Ruby had to, like, really work hard to win, which, mm -hmm. you know, that was cool. I thought that was a cool element to it. Which is crazy because she's fought larger, more experienced opponents and not had to fight as hard. Right. And that's the point. I thought that they made a good point on that. That's what I thought was cool about it. So... Then we get to the backstage antics of baby, baby Billy Daddy and the acclaimed, and they're going to get a match together. And I love the fact that he was like, hey, boys, tell me your idea. No, no, never mind. Let me listen to the acclaims idea. Yeah, that's the best idea. And it's just the acclaims ideas, which I thought was beautiful on the promo. So, and he's like, I got you an elevation match. So I but that's going to be a whole lot of fun with the acclaimed in the gun club. So oh, I can't yeah. wait to that. And then we go to the center of the ring, and we've got Shivoni with the baddies and Cargill. And she goes, cut the shit, Tony, which I thought was hysterical. And then she, like, when you that's said. That's my she, favorite thing that Jade Cargill ever says is, Tony, cut the shit or cut the shit, Tony. Like, that's the best thing that she says on any right. interview. 
she goes, I don't think that's a bad thing at all. <laughs> when she said, that was great. Too. She cracked me up with that. And it's, I know you're right. When she looked at Mark Sterling was like, what happened to you? Like she, like, it just shows that it was a great play of, I don't pay attention to who the hell you are or what you're even yeah. doing, even though you're my lawyer, which I thought was just fantastic. It was beautiful. Like she looked at him like, like what happened to you? What did you think, Tammy? What was your opinion? It was on that fun. <laughs> Such a fun promo. And then, you know, Chris Statlander coming out and facing red velvet. That should be a fun one. So, All right. Hold on. Let's talk about the elephant in the room here with all this right. stuff. All right. What do you, what's the elephant in the room? I'm curious. Hikaru Shida is oh, yes. injured. Okay. Right. She's wrestling matches in Japan right now. Right. She tweets, I didn't know I was injured. What the fuck is going on here? Well, th they wanted to set this match up. This was part of the storyline. Remember, this is this is the twist of that storyline. Remember, Red Velvet and Chris Statlander were friends, and they were battling legit Layla Hirsch. I mean, right? So why are we back to this? Because we're putting each the you know Velvet turns to a baddie, and Statlander basically redoes her whole look. And what better way to create a rivalry than to do it that way? But why does she did not know what's going on? And why did they not write the card that way in the first place? What's happening behind the scenes? That, that, where's the miscommunication? What's your thoughts, Tammy? I don't really have any. I don't know. I mean, she does, she does not saying good things right now. And she literally, I don't know enough. Her, you know, I haven't read it, any. I'm not up on all this. So I don't, I'd rather literally said something like they don't care about Japanese wrestling. Really? She said that? Yeah, so I. But we're doing a whole I, New Japan Forbidden Door pay per view. Yeah, and she just did the big thing with Dean. I know. I don't know. More Something's on that right. as it develops. We'll keep you informed. So no, that we, we won't. We'll, we'll 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 give you our input after everybody already knows about it. <laughs> exactly. We'll give you our input as soon as everybody knows. Yep. <laughs> So then we get into Frankie Kazarian versus Scorpio Sky for the title match. Tammy, take it away. All right. Bros. Should be a good match by two good wrestlers. Bros. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it'll be solid. I'm not completely invested in the story yet, so let's see if anything changes tonight So that's going to catch some, some uh, flair for the theater. Guess they about finish, but that friendship, you know, it might be over now. Not sure, but that could be part of the storyline that gets me. Here we go. Commentary that's actually is starting to help me with that story now. And I'm starting to get a little pumped up just like that. Two very fit people with nice wrestling pants on are getting into it. Some geometric roll-ups, a chicken wing move. <laughs> Does some blue cheese come with that? Seems like a little spy versus spy vibe happening, too. Scorpio has some wild shapes happening while he goes for Kazarian's boot. Eventually, the form breaks. I'm impressed how serious they can keep being during all this. Oh, chicken wing again? Everything is intense. Okay, these hijinks will get with Ethan and Lambert. Um, or it says, oh, I put hurt all integrity of this. It was an unprofessional professional wrestle. 
What do you mean by that? Well, um, their interference in it. You didn't like Lambert coming in with Ethan Page? No. Why? Why? I mean, I don't want to have to explain it. I just didn't like it. We're on a podcast talking (laughs) about that. I'm trying to get some input from you. I just felt that they didn't need that kind of interference to get these kind of like wins and everything. Okay. That's, That's what all I'm saying looking. is they were already professional. It was a professional wrestle with highly professional people. And that interference fucked it up. If I'm going to actually explain things, you know, so like it was unnecessary. I think it took away from the integrity of a very good match to have people fuck with it. With, okay. They were professional, so that's why I said it was unprofessional, professional wrestle. I that's what I was looking for from you. Okay, Chris. What, what <laughs> I think that was actually the point. Right. Um, Scorpio was looking to get a little heat here. Uh, it wasn't working with Sammy because Sammy had all the heat. Scorpio is a heel champion. Got to turn on your your bro, bros, as it is, bros. <laughs> Yeah, I think that dynamic made it so it felt bigger, um, more uh, more stakes. You know, this is your friend, your partner, former partner, whatever. Uh, all these things made it brought more people in. It, it, there's more investment there because these guys do have a history. They have a lot of fans together as a tag team, not just with SCU, but prior to that. Um, so, yeah. I think it makes a lot of sense. I think that Scorpio can't flip full baby face because who's he going to fight? Um, yeah. it, it, it made a lot of sense to me. I enjoyed the hell out of this match. I knew I was going to because it's fucking Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian. Um, two guys that could probably go 30, 40, 50 minutes and, and not run out of shit to do. Right. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah, I I enjoyed I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the way that they. And, and, wait, wait! I want to counter real quick. Yes. I just wanted to say that. I just wanted to tag on to say. <laughs> I I I, <laughs> I met like when I started my notes. You might have noticed that my storyline. Uh, I wasn't, I was like, oh, I'm not invested, but as it went on, I did get invested. So I just wanted to, you know, say that I agree with you that all those hijinks, even though I called it an unprofessional professional wrestle, I agree. It was the point. And, uh, I'm, uh, and it is a storyline I now enjoy because of all of that. Yeah. I mean, I like it too. I'm, I'm invested in it as well. I thought that that was really cool that they twisted it like that. I was not expecting that. I really wasn't. So that's why I enjoyed it as much as I did. Cause I was like, Oh shit. And I was like, you know, I really didn't think that that was going to go that way. And when yeah. it did, I thought that was pretty cool. And, um, you know, I mean, it was, it was really a great way to get that heat back on him that they're looking for. Yeah. Um, how else are you going to do that right now? You don't, there's not a lot of dynamics going on where he can, have a feud with somebody that feels like it's on fire. You know what I mean? So having this long history and this kind of blood brother sort of a thing, um, it, it it made the match feel a lot more important because it it did feel thrown together originally. Like 
Frankie yeah. said, oh, well, it's Scorp- you know, when it started, he's Scorpio. He goes, oh, I just need you to wait another yep. week and then yep. you know obviously they're setting up the match then we have him come out he's talking shit about ethan page and dan lambert and it builds and builds and builds and then it's like okay we're gonna have this match i'm gonna be respectful i'm professional blah 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 but i am gonna let my boys come out and we're gonna do some shit uh so my bad i'm not the guy you knew anymore you know right. what i mean like yeah. it just we're building yeah. a, a real character for Scorpio Sky now, which he kind of lacked before. Yeah, right, absolutely. Um, yeah. He's he's a very great a good performer. He's got the whole snap lights out thing, which is kind of cool at certain times, unless the promo sucks. Um, mm-hmm. but we needed something to to give him some sort of um uh build as 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 a a, a talent um other than just wrestling skill and talking. Yeah, um, he had to have some motivation. Yeah. Now we know the motivation is negative. He doesn't give a shit, um, and he's going to be the champ for a while, maybe. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so, and I hope he like stays nasty. You know what I mean? And I hope he, you know, uh, it's going to be cool. It's going to be fun. I hope we don't go back to Sammy. As long as we stay away from Sammy, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, but you know, they're going to try to turn that story around on him. I've already been reading the dirt sheets on that, and I'm just like. I don't even care. Yeah, it's disappointing no. to me. Yeah. I know you guys still like him, but I just um, I can't. I don't. Have Again, I like Sammy separately by himself. I like Ty separately by herself. I think she's probably going to catch the the worst of this. She, she is, is, and it's sad. And, it and, and you know what? Listening to rag magazines doesn't mean shit, anyways. So you don't know what they're really well. There's you know, I've I seen read things them. be wrong a lot of times. So the the dirt sheets do base a lot of their opinions on like popular fan opinion. So there is something there, um, but a lot of times I, it goes nowhere. Yeah, but Ty is not going to be anybody's favorite anytime soon because no, that's of all this. Sad. Like, there's a there's. It's not a good look what's been happening. And now there's what is the redeeming quality? It's been a long time since she had a match, and it's been a long time since she had a great match. Right. So and now I, it's like she's gonna have to earn her way back. And it's and gonna have will. to be without all this bullshit. Yeah. Hopefully she will. Hopefully they give her that opportunity. Yeah. It but again, remember, we're in a time now where people are like maybe up for not renewing. So that would be really messed up. It would be. But it is it, be. you know, it's business. Yeah. Right. It's well, it's going to be some good matches coming up next week. We've got Hardy versus Cole, which is going to be epic. You got Kyle O'Reilly versus Ray Phoenix, which, uh, you know, we know what's going to happen there. Britt versus we, Joker. Wait, 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 wait. What do you think is going to happen there? We know what's going to happen there? Sure. Phoenix is going to dominate and beat him. That's what's going to happen. Okay. All That's right. What I think. That's my opinion. Uh. Brit versus the Joker. Any predictions on the Joker for Brit? I have I have nothing. Again, it's one of those things where it's like, it's going to have to be something big or it's not going to be important. Yeah. All right. And then Samoa Joe versus the Joker. And then uh, Paige versus Takashita, which is going to be pretty cool. Uh, Wardlow gets his 10 lashes. Jericho confronts Regal. And then we're going to see Statlander versus Velvet on Rampage. That's what I cannot saying. wait to see Jericho and Regal cutting promos on each other. Yes. Oh, I've wow. seen it before in two other companies, and I have a feeling here it's going to be amazing. That's cool. great. 
So we got a lot to look forward to for next week. And that's it for us today. And unless we have He's, anything uh, else. This whole Owen Hart thing is all kind of culminating very soon, right? I mean, yeah. we're getting we're getting the last little bits of the semifinals here, and then we've got the championship stuff happening soon. Like within a within a couple of weeks, probably before the pay-per-view. We're gonna, yeah, because the pay-per-view is going to be the final match for the Owen Hart. That's, right. That's going to be it. So we're going to have to get this wrapped up this week. So there's going to be the the two Joker matches this week, but then Friday they're probably going to be doing like semifinals for some of the stuff. And then we're going into finals that following week. Yeah. So, yeah. So the next time we're talking, we're going to have a much clearer picture of what that's going to look like. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. We thank you all. Subscribe to our channel, download our podcast, tell your friends. We'll talk to you next time from all of us here at the All Elite Murder Theater Podcast. Y'all have a great week. Peace.